Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy, and we are here to guide you to go from good to amazing in the bedroom and beyond. All right, welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast. This is episode 193, and it's titled Essential Tips to Turning Her On. What we are going to teach you in this episode is how to make her so turned on, so dripping wet, that she (laughs) begs you for your cock. Wow, this is a big claim we're making there. I hope we can deliver. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we can. (laughs) So, you know, here's the thing. One of the things that we encounter a lot when we are coaching men or couples, or even sometimes women, even same-sex women couples sometimes have this problem. Not as much, but sometimes, which is that they don't really take the time to build up the energy, to build up the desire to make her wet, right? And it's just like, well, okay. I mean, for guys, it's generally pretty easy, pretty simple, you know, like horny, boner, let's go. Women, it's generally not as simple, but even, you know, even sometimes women are kind of like, well, you know, this is the best I can get, so I'll just go with it. But wouldn't it be better if you had some really simple, basic things that you could do that would suddenly shift that entire dynamic to the point where she was like, oh my God, like, I need to change my panties right now, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Like... It's really not that hard. So that's that's what we're going to work on in this episode. So we're going to start by giving you tips about the types of things that women really love, the things that really do it for them. Then we're going to give you the tips for what not to do, the things they really don't like, the things that will dry them up as opposed to make them wet. And then we're literally going to give you the formula, the secret step-by-step formula for how to do this. And of course, we're going to hear Celine's perspective as we go. She's going to tell us what, what her experience is and how these things uh, work for her. Little story about being wet too. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We'll insert it. Little, little, <laughs> we'll insert a little personal story about wetness. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be juicy, pun intended, and I'm excited to be sharing that. Uh, but before we jump into today's content, let's give a big shout out to our sponsors, Power & Mastery. So if you jo- want to join the secret club of men who are great in bed, then check out Power & Mastery at powerandmastery.com. It is the most complete sexual mastery training for men. Whether you want to have harder erections, last longer, or increase your sexual skills, there is something for you at powerandmastery.com. So make sure you check it out. And the link will be in the description below as well. So let's start with some of our hot tips for men. And by the way, I know that this episode is geared towards men, but I think as women, you might actually want to tune in and stay tuned because it might help you to see that you are absolutely normal. It might help you see that, hey, actually, now I understand myself better. Because let's face it, one of the reasons to that 
men don't always know what to do, that women have no idea what they need and they're not asking the men to do that. So we're not just saying that men are just like clueless and don't know what's happening. A lot of women have no idea either. And so it's important to take the time to discover yourself, know yourself. And I think also it does come with age. That is one of the most beautiful things that comes when you age a bit as a woman is that suddenly you're not so shy anymore to say, stick this here, lick this, do that. (laughs) Yeah, it's a great point that you make, which is that a lot of times, especially when women are younger, they actually don't know what they need and they don't know what they really want. So yes, if you're listening and you're a woman, uh, pay attention because you might go, oh, yeah, you know, you're right. If I had that, I would like this more. I would want this more. And hey, you know, there's a lot of women who pleasure women as well. So, you know, you should be a little bit more tapped in because you're a woman and you already kind of know what a woman wants, but you might learn some stuff here too. So. All right. Well, let's get into some of the things that women love. Let's start on some nice, positive things. And know, these are kind of some, some words and some ideas there about what we love as women. So women tend to like smooth, sliding, gliding, Slipping in, teasing, edging in, slow, non-friction rubbing, opening up to you, dilating for you, being filled when she's ready, dentalizing touch all over, and something that is more of a process-oriented Okay, well, you just gave a lot of stuff there, so we better go back and cover a few more of these. Unpack some of that. Unpack some of that. I have to say, those are lovely because I was getting turned on just from reading those and imagining that. That sexy voice you were using. (laughs) Smooth. Gliding. Gliding. (laughs) Okay, so let's, you know, let's start with smooth sliding and gliding because they're all kind of similar in a way. But what you're really saying is, is that what women love is things that are soft, right? So let's say you're at the point where you're going to use your fingers and it doesn't just slide right in. It's not smooth. Then you probably didn't do a good enough job of building up, which we'll talk about in our step by step, right? So it's a good idea to pay attention to are things smooth, but smooth could also mean simply touching the body. Are you gently, smoothly touching things or are you like... Uh, Thank you. (laughs) I did not enjoy this demo, Kevin. (laughs) See? See? By the way, look at the reaction. I want to slap him. (laughs) And we're not even naked. Oh, I did was give you a little massage. No, it was not welcomed. (laughs) It was not asked for. I liked it when it was smooth. The whole like groping thing, it was not the right time. Shut me down. That's it. See, there you go. So it was a very excellent demonstration then. (laughs) You know, I was going to say to you about soft. um, (laughs) Something funny is that we like a soft and yet hard cock. And it's a weird concept to understand because you're like, well, what do you mean? I mean, I want to be hard, you know, it's like, oh, stainless steel, like my rock hard cock. And it's awesome to be hard, but you want to have the energy that has a softness to it. You want to have the skin of your penis that feels soft to the touch. There is something about a cock that's throbbing hard and yet still feels soft and gentle, where you're like, you want this. If it's this really and and we'll come back into what women don't like, 
pointy, pushy thing that's like only hard, it's not as yeah. exciting. So you want a hard erection, but you want the surface of the penis to be soft and smooth and the way he uses it to be soft, which mm -hmm. is a big part of it, right? You're not poking and jabbing. Correct. Correct. So if we look at the slipping in, te teasing and edging in, they kind of all go together as well here. And this will go much more details when we get into the steps that we've put together for you, because it is such a different way of thinking because it's true that for most men you love to have this direct stimulation on your cock we go straight to the bull's eyes it feels great and then you can go to the rest of the body but when it comes to women you have to reverse this thinking and you can't touch her the way you like to be touched you have to touch her the way she wants to be touched and you'll have to change how you approach things which are different than how you do it for yourself and so this whole concept of teasing edging and 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 going slow and 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 going from the outside towards the inside is what really works for a woman but don't worry we'll come back to that <laughs> all right let's see next we have did I where did you end off well I kind of stopped around the slow, slow. here so we've kind of had the non-friction rubbing Mm -hmm. um, I think that that kind of goes without too much explanation. I want to come back to the opening up to you and mm -hmm. dilating for you. All right. This is such an important concept. And I think that most women don't even know about that because we are so used to being used whenever we're not always ready or being probed and poked or entered, whether we go see a gynecologist, whether it's our boyfriend, whether we show like we shove a tampon or anything inside of ourselves, we don't always pay attention. Is my pussy ready? Is my pussy welcoming the touch you know like how can I bring it in like how can you reverse the idea that it's not just something that's happening to me that it's more something that I'm inviting in and opening up to and this is such a different concept and when you're able to open up and bring him in and opening up for him and and and, and being totally filled up with 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 all the fluids and pulsing and energy and you're like dilating for him, it is so exciting versus like having to do it on somebody else's timing. You know, it's pretty exciting as a man too. I mean, penetration, as long as things are well lubed, always feels great. But there is a moment, if you did a good job, where you can literally feel the pussy like grabbing you and pulling you in like in these little little muscular contractions where it's just like, yes, 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 yes. That is an amazing feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an amazing feeling for both. And it is something that most rush through and most women are not aware of. It is one of the most groundbreaking concepts that I teach with the couples that I work with when I teach them how to do that for each other. And they go like, that was amazing. This was the most exciting part of the lovemaking and it really transforms how they have sex mm, okay so continuing on 
being filled when you're ready is kind of pretty much the same thing that we've already talked about. Uh, tantalizing touch all over. Mm. This we'll talk about some more when we get into the steps as well, because we'll, we'll bring in sort of the levels of touch and stuff like that. But, but just understand that for women, they liked to be touched basically all over and not the genitals first. Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier, but not going for the bullseye like you do for yourself. Um, and then the idea of the process-oriented, I want to come back to that because as the masculine, you tend to be more goal-oriented and it is fine, but you can't always approach her. If you want to stimulate her feminine energy and her juices, you got to focus more on the experience, on the process itself, on the journey rather than the destination. And you've probably heard that. Uh, we've shared that many times on shows. Yeah, but it's huge, you know. <laughs> Maybe we talk about it a lot, but you really do have to think about everything that is leading up to the actual penetration as a as a process, but not not as a process like, oh, I got this whole big long thing I got to do, and this sounds like a lot of work and blah blah blah. Not like that at all. Um, you got to think of it as maybe maybe process isn't the best word, but like a fun journey, mm-hmm. right? And too many men, this is, this is one of the big problems, is that too many men are so focused on the destination, they just want to like breeze through all that other stuff as quickly as they possibly can. So, you know, the, the title of the episode is Essential Steps to Turning Her On. If you really want to have great sex, I mean, great sex, not just like, yeah, that was pretty good. I don't know. I wasn't that into it. She wasn't that into it. Or, you know, it was decent. But if you really want to have really, truly great sex, right, then you have to, you have to have that journey to get to that place where you can have great sex. Because all of these things, and again, we'll talk more with the steps, but all of these things are getting her to that place where she can truly open where she can just completely surrender to you and go to these levels of ecstatic bliss that are just unreachable without all of that. Now, some guys listening are going, well, that's great for her, but what does it do for me? <laughs> <laughs> Something that we also talk about all the time on this show is that the more she surrenders, the deeper she can go into her ecstatic bliss state the better it's going to be for you too. You will feel more energy. She will allow you to do more things. You can go deeper with thrusts. You can do all kinds of positions maybe she wouldn't normally be open to. You can go longer than, you know, she can have multiple waves of orgasmic bliss that just are like shock waves through your body because you're literally plugged into her. I mean, these are things that absolutely directly benefit you as a man. And if you can't see that, you need to go back to like lovemaking 101 (laughs) (laughs) because you got some stuff to learn. Let's talk about what women don't like. We give you what they like and, you know... We won't spend too much time on what we don't like, but pay attention and really listen because it's important to not do these behaviors. Women don't like feeling rushed, poking, banging, pushy, pressuring, shaving, 
grabbing, cramming, friction, a pity party, and I'll come back to that one, fixing, prodding, and goal-directed. Whew, that All was right. a, there's a lot there. Yeah, so some of these we kind of covered already, yes. right? You know, like feeling rushed, okay. That that actually is one we didn't really talk about. I mean, we, we said slow down here, but we didn't really talk about the idea that women often feel rushed in sex to get to a certain level at a certain point. Whether it's, I need to get turned on, I need to get wet, I need to be open enough for him, I need to get to my orgasm because he really wants me to orgasm, or whatever it is. Anytime a woman feels rushed to get anywhere, it basically either shuts her down or at least slows her down. So the idea is, is like, you want to rush her to get her there a little faster, but the more you rush her, the longer it's going to take to get there. Yeah. Let's talk about the pity party and <laughs> the fixing and all of this. So pity party kind of comes when, let's say, you want to do something with her, you want to play a certain fantasy, and she's not into it. And rather than celebrating the fact that she said no to you because, hey, if she can say no to you, it means you can trust her when she says yes, right? So it's actually a good thing. You go into like, what's wrong with me? Or she must not love me. Oh, but fine, we won't do that. And then it's kind of like that pity party. And then she kind of feels pressure like, okay, maybe I should have said yes to the fantasy or to the sex position that I didn't really want so I could make him feel better, you know? Oh, that needy, like, pity party thing is a huge turnoff to women. Yeah, don't bring that to the bedroom. Nothing will dry up a pussy faster than that. <laughs> Absolutely. And that also is what the fixing is all about. Fixing is like, you know, it's okay if you have sexual issues. It's okay if your body's not functioning properly. But don't try to process it in the bedroom with her. Process it outside of the bedroom. Process it maybe with somebody else. Um, you know, you can hire us. This is what we do all the time. But uh, don't bring that into the bedroom and don't try to fix her either. This is not the time like to get into that, you know. Um, so that attitude of either you having to be fixed or her needing to be fixed is not at all sexy. <laughs> no, well, it's, it's really not. And, you know, again, if you're a guy, you, you should really at this point in your life, even if you're younger, I mean, it is 2022. At this point in your life, you should understand that women don't always want or need you to fix whatever's mm -hmm. happening for them. Most of the time, they just want you to hold space for them and let them know that you hear them and you understand them. That's it. Right. That's it. <laughs> Sounds simple, simple right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, if you're in that place where you are about to be lovemaking or you are lovemaking or you're doing some sort of foreplay something appears wrong and you all automatically as man go into fix it mode again gonna dry that pussy up real fast right you know also having some strong emotions can be can be not always but can be a sign of having a really great sex and great connection because sometimes it is really healing to have beautiful love making and it will bring things up to the surface and so it you don't need to be stopping like actually a good cry can make everything flowing and juicy everywhere. Yeah, you know, the, the problem that happens a lot in those situations is most men aren't aware of that. So they think of tears as something's wrong. I did something wrong. Something went wrong in the moment. Crap, now I got to fix it. Got to fix it, right? <laughs> and then they go into fix it mode. Really, I mean, 
could there be something wrong? Potentially, but not necessarily. Mm-hmm. First of all, if there isn't really anything wrong, and it's just that, you know, the process was so deep, the connection was so deep, you know, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a thing where literally, um, as you often say, Celine, issues get stuck in the tissues, right? Where literally trauma can be stuck inside the vaginal walls. I mean, if that sounds crazy to you, just go research it. Um, we've talked about it on the show before, how our, the molecules of emotion are not just in our brain, they're all throughout our body. Our body can store trauma, whether you've had accidents, injuries, whatever it is. That stuff can get released. And if it does, and she starts to cry, that's okay. All she needs is for you to hold space for her. And if you can do that really well, and, and you're like rock solid as a man, and you don't overreact to it, and you don't go into fixing mode she and she sees that she the level of trust that she will suddenly feel for you and safety in that moment it will be immense i mean it's 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 a huge gift to her to be able to do that wow okay we've already done a lot of unpacking we've already covered a lot of grounds and we are going to give you the tips into actions but before that if you like what you're hearing and you want more. Of course you do. Who doesn't want more, right? You're ready for hotter sex, deeper intimacy, and more orgasms, pleasure. Then join the Passion Vault. It is our free library of videos, ebooks, resources to help you bring your A-game to the bedroom. While we put a lot of free content out there, we do have some special content that is just for the people who are on our list. And you'll find it in the Passion Vault. So if you haven't yet joined, make sure you do go to celineremy.com forward slash vault and that will lead you to passion vault again celineremy.com forward slash vault and look for the ultimate sexually sexual mastery guide inside of that guide we have steps on how to please a woman from head to toe where we go into more details about the erogenous zones on her body so you can continue your learning experience after listening to this amazing show yeah you know we used to talk about the vault a bit more uh, a few years ago. We haven't really talked about it much, but it really is a wealth of free information. In fact, we also just completely redid our recommended reading list. That reading list is so deep and so spectacular that if you read half, if you read a quarter of <laughs> what was on that list, you would radically transform your life like radically transformed just by reading the books. Like it's that worth it. So I highly recommend that you get uh, access to the vault and you get on the list and you read all this stuff because it's there. It's free. It's going to transform your life. (laughs) All right. So I want to very, very quickly just talk a little bit about um, being juicy, uh, what it's like for women, and if you're not feeling juicy, also kind of like what, what it can be like. Because for a guy, I think the, the 
basically for a woman who doesn't is not able to be juicy or, or wet like be wet the way she wants to be it's kind of the equivalent of a guy who's not able to get a full erection in how disappointed she feels or how broken she might feel about herself or how incompetent she might feel about herself so it's just to kind of give you a little bit of an idea that it is deep it is something that can be really profound for her where it's just like hey something must be wrong with me or i don't know what's going on also understand that without lubrication sex is not as pleasurable actually it can become painful and it's also important to understand that women at different times in their lives get their lubrication can change meaning that as her hormones are changing it is totally normal she could go for a dry spell that also just means the hormones are out of balance there is no shame in using lube there is no shame in, in having some outside help in order to get to that lubrication if she doesn't lubricate well it doesn't mean you're not a good lover by the way it could mean something is off, but it could also mean that she's not getting what she wants and needs. Okay. Aha. Maybe, Celine, you might have a personal story to illustrate this. <laughs> you know, I, I, we were talking about today's show on a morning walk and what we were going to do today. And I was remembering that when I was younger in my 20s, I actually thought that I wasn't a very juicy woman because I wasn't lubricating that much. And I just thought that, oh, that's what it is. You know, I just feel a little bit dry at first. It hurts a little bit for the first few strokes and then I can get there. But what I understood later is that I just wasn't being stimulated the way I wanted to be stimulated, didn't have the right lovers at that time, didn't know what to ask for. I'm taking full responsibility that I didn't know either. And that's kind of what got in the way. And then later on, I went through a time where I definitely was not lubricating enough and was always needing some outside lube. And after, you know, like taking a step back, I was able to see that there were a lot of things in the way in the relationship that I was in. And I think our bodies were not so compatible anymore. And that it was really trying to tell me something. And I wasn't really listening, you know. I was like, hey. The wisdom of the vagina. I know. And I was like, you know, it's not really, my pussy was like, it's not really doing it for me. I don't think that's what I want, you know. And I was like, yeah, no, whatever, you know, can make it work. Here's the coconut oil. Let's make this work, right? Um, and then what was interesting was when I got together with Kevin and I was like, well, you know, I don't always lubricate as much and stuff. And he was like, what are you talking about? They're like, you're like, <laughs> you're like super wet. You're super juicy. Juicy Lucy. That's <laughs> what we were calling you. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we are six years in, six plus years in, and it is still the case. It wasn't just a fluke that it did happen. So what that taught me, number one, is that the compatibility, there is such a thing as genitalia compatibility that sometimes you are just not the right match. Sometimes the relationship, there's something deeper that needs to be looked at. And that's one of the symptoms is the lack of lubrication. But really, there's a whole lack of that lubrication of that juiciness in your relationship and it's showing up in your pussy. And sometimes um, you just need to know like what you want and you need to find the right partner who can turn you on the way that you like to be turned on. Yeah, you know, we've in the last year or so, we've had quite a few doctors on the show, whether they were psychologists or they were actual MDs, and we've had a handful of those as well. And we've talked a lot about, 
you know, what happens when there's something physically wrong and what options do you have, especially recently in the last few months, we've, we've done quite a few shows on that, you know, whether it's hormone related or you know, we've, we've talked about a lot of that stuff. In our experience, and you can, you can tell me if I'm overstating this or not, but in our experience working with people, while there are some that have physical legit problems that do need to see a medical professional, the overwhelming majority of people that we see, that we work with, it's in, it's in their head in a sense that the relationship's not functioning properly, they have their own trauma or whatever that's blocking and in, in, in the way, or they don't have the skills to know what they are doing. They don't know what they want. They don't know how to ask for what they want or communicate. Like these are the things that really are the problems for the majority of people out there. And I think that's important to say like, okay, if you're having this problem, you don't lubricate, by all means, go to the doctor have them check you out. If they come back and say, we can't find anything wrong with you, then it's something that we're talking about here. And, and make sure you use lube, by the way. <laughs> In the meantime, until you figure it out. Right, right. Okay. So now let's get into how to put all of this into action because we have an 11-step process for how to put everything that we just said into action right away. Number one, make her feel safe physically and emotionally. This is one that most people are skipping. This is one that most women are not even aware that they need. And that's a big one that we work on and with when we work with couples or when I work with women, of having them understand that without that piece of the safety and it's physical and emotional, they are not able to surrender and to let go. And that the key to experiencing high pleasure and have that um, the total opening up and juiciness and all of this happening comes from that surrendering. But without feeling safe, you don't get there. Yeah. And, and, and the quick note that I need to really make on that one is a lot of guys hear that women need to feel safe and they go, well, of course she's safe. It's not like I'm going to hit her or anything. This is, I mean, this is ridiculous. Of course she's safe. Have I ever even gotten it? You know, like that's the way men think about the whole safety thing. What you have to understand is it's not just physical safety, right? So she, she may know for sure that you're not going to go and, you know, hit her or physically abuse her or anything like that. But does she feel safe emotionally? Does she feel safe enough to get really vulnerable, to really let go? to allow you to see her in the depths of her ecstasy. And that's huge. That's huge. And to see her in all of her emotions, the mm -hmm. beautiful ones and the ugly ones, all of that, and that you're still there, you're not going to be afraid and you're not judging her. I'm going to make another generalization here, but uh, I would say that the majority of the couples we work with most of the women don't feel safe enough to go there. Correct. Correct. It takes a strong man to be able to handle a woman. <laughs> and nowadays, yes, in, our, in our culture, a lot of men are weak right now. They, they, truth bomb. I wish I had my sound effects again. Truth bomb. Yes, that is true. The majority of men out there, sorry, men, but the majority of men out there are weak. And I know most of you are hearing that going, huh? He's talking about somebody other than me. 
you might want to look in the mirror. <laughs> Number two. And it's okay, by the way, you can step back into that because also society has been really making it to try to destroy that core of the masculinity. So you can reclaim it. And I hope that this show helps you do that. And we can help you and work with Kevin. He can help you do that. That's right. Number two. <laughs> Give her your full presence and attention. This is another one. If you really want a woman to open up to you, she has to feel like you're 100% there with her, not fantasizing about some threesome you wish you had or Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold day because you're trying not to uh, go over your edge and ejaculate right away, you know, like... (laughs) You got to be really fully there. She has to know that you are 100% with her on this journey. And you know, it's not just in the bedroom, is that when she wants your attention, you can give it to her as well outside of the bedroom. If you are, let's say, and this is a true story uh, for a partner I was with, I had just bought underwear and I was giving him an underwear show. He could not look up from his email uh, to look at the new underwears I had just bought. And I think this is really ridiculous. It's not like he was in the middle of work by the way you know like he wasn't at his office he was just in the living room checking emails and doing stuff like that another pro tip for men women don't just want attention they need attention they crave attention one of the biggest gifts that you can actually give to your woman is to simply give her your attention it's not that fucking hard like it really (laughs) isn't i don't care what you are in the middle of if your woman comes up to you and says i bought sexy lingerie and i would like to show it to you you go yeah what a great idea. No, I, I get it. You could be in the middle of something dangerous you're working on, or you could have a meeting with a client or something that you can't bail on. But short of something like that, you should stop what you're doing, even if it's only for two minutes, and just say, <laughs> I'm really busy. I'm right in the middle of this, and I got to do this, this, and this. But I will give you two minutes of my time to appreciate you in that beautiful, sexy underwear. And then when I'm done, oh, yeah. It's on. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, turn her on with words before you even touch her. You know, tell her how beautiful she is. Tell her how much you want her. Give specific things you love about her. The more specific, the better, because yes, every woman loves to hear she's beautiful, but it would be more meaningful if you can admire how... um, flowy her hair is today and how bright her eyes are oh yeah this is another major pro tip because men are like yeah you're beautiful of course you're beautiful you know or whatever the reality is is yeah every woman wants to hear she's beautiful but at a certain point if you haven't been telling her specific things about her She's going to think it's just a script that you're giving her and she's not going to trust it. So she wants to know, how am I beautiful? How am I more beautiful than the woman you saw on TV or (laughs) yesterday at the lunch place or, or whatever it is? It's like she wants to know what is it specifically that you find beautiful? And that works well for her body as well, especially being specific about how you can be turned on by her pussy, how you love how her pussy smells, tastes, looks, the way that it changes and 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 and, and engorges for you and all of these things. So the more specific, the better. And that whole turning her on through that mental, because our biggest sex organ is indeed between our ears, is our brain. This is what we talk about when we talk about the constant state of arousal. It is 
is different. There is not one formula for every woman. So this is something you need to, to ask her, to discuss with her, to know what are the things that will do it for her. But these are essential if you can prep her before you're into the bedroom. This is really what foreplay is, right? Exactly. Now, notice that there's a progression here. So you make her feel physically and emotionally safe. You give her your full attention. You then praise you, her. Then you start to turn her on with your words. The next one is to tease her with different levels of touch. One thing that we often teach clients of ours is the levels of touch. There's five of them. So different levels of touch. Well, you mean there's five different ways you can touch? Yeah, from hovering over and barely, barely touching where you just like, I think maybe I can feel you and it's more energetic to lightly touching to gentle massage to deep tissue massage. There's a whole bunch of different ways. And one of the things that you can do that really makes you a masterful lover is experimenting with those different levels and mixing and moving them, right? So a lot of times guys think, well, oh, okay, I'm supposed to start soft and then I can get into the harder stuff. Maybe, but you could start soft, then you could go medium, you could go back soft again. And there are areas that want deeper touch and areas that only want softer touch. So depending right. on where you are, you know, so, you know, it's again, it's not just a one, one, one way of doing it. You've got to pay attention, pay attention to her and her reactions. Oh, yes. We'll get to that as well. Number five, start furthest away from her breast or genitals and work your way closer. So remember, we talked about that earlier when we started our show about the idea that you want to bring the energy in towards her genital, towards her hotspot, but you don't want to go there straight at first. Yeah, completely opposite of men. Men are like, please, please. She's like, she puts her hand on your knee and the first thing you're thinking is, oh yeah, please touch my cock. Yeah, uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. Oh yeah. Oh, she's almost, oh, she's getting, oh, no, no, no. She's going she further away. It. Damn it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going on in a guy's mind. But in a woman's mind, she's like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't, don't, slow down. Don't go there right away. Like, let's start somewhere else, you know? Mm -hmm. Build up to it. Whew, this is This is good stuff, by the way. Like, just... Put that into practice and see how is she reacting. Like you basically want to bring her to a place where she is kind of begging you to do her. Oh, yeah. There's nothing hotter than a woman is like, I need you in me right now. now. Yeah. If you cool. follow these 11 steps, that's what will happen. Well, why don't you lead us into number six? Number six, when you get to her genitals, start very lightly. Don't go straight for penetration. So here's the thing, guys. They spend a lot of time maybe doing all this other stuff. And it's like, I finally made it to her pussy. Boom, we're in, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down. Stroke it, gently touch it, massage it, move around the outer lips, the inner lips, gently brush the clitoris. Like, you know, you may think that touching all the other parts of the body got the pussy ready, and it did to some extent. But once you actually are touching the pussy itself, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, there's a little touch here, okay. Pet the beast. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and think about it too, that you want, you want her pussy to, to come to that place of like being so engorged, you know, it's just like you, when you, um, 
if you don't have a, an erection, it makes the penetration not as pleasurable. It is possible to have soft penetration and soft lovemaking, but the sensations for either party are not as good. Her erections happen, but they're all internal. And if you don't do the stimulation, the massaging and the engorging that happens then for her it's going to be the the equivalent of you having sex with a softie so the more you can get her to be all engorged and throbbing and pulsing and ready that's going to feel so much better for her and for you as well and that leads to number seven, which is to do some foreplay with your hands or oral or even using the tip of your penis. The whole like, and, and I don't even know if it's foreplay or just massage or activation. And if you want to go more in depth and in details about how to do that on the um, outer labia, on the vulva, on the outside, and then also we show you some of the inside, we teach you all of that in our course, uh, Sexual Mastery, that you can find at powerandmastery.com. Um, there is a guided a demo too that you can watch do and learn so um, make sure that you go check it out because that skill of being able to prep her to tease her to such a level is not something people do she doesn't even do that on herself when she masturbates most of the time she just goes straight to her clit knows what to do or sticks the vibrator and knows how it works but the experience is so different if you take the time to awaken your entire body to awaken and massage some of the outside you'll feel so much more yeah you know that's an interesting tip for women too which is that if you tend to masturbate by just going straight for the clit with you know your fingers or a vibrator and blasting off with your first clit orgasm, take the time to do all this stuff to yourself and see how much deeper you can go, how many more waves of orgasmic bliss you can have and how much more powerful they are later on down the road. I also want to say for number seven, you know, I, you know, I wrote the word foreplay, but literally one through seven is it's all foreplay. foreplay. <laughs> but most people consider foreplay to be like, oh, now I'm using my hand. Now I'm using mm -hmm. my tongue, whatever. But it's actually all foreplay. <laughs> That's for sure. Number eight. Okay, when it is time to penetrate, penetrate her very slowly. Let her pussy pull you in. Oh, I love that feeling. <laughs> so I will talk more about the pulling in and then you'll talk about number nine after that because okay. I think they go in really well. So the pulling in is really this idea that rather than just shoving your cock inside her as soon as you uh, start the penetration is that you allow her pussy to slowly open up to draw you in. She might use her own muscles and squeeze and relax and squeeze and relax. And the penetration can take a little bit longer. It could be anywhere from 30 seconds three minutes, five minutes. The idea there is that it's only going to happen at her own pace whenever her pussy is ready. And this is so empowering for women to be able to do that. And it is such a magical experience as a man when you know you're not pushing harder than she's willing to be at that point and that it's all as, as she's opening up and she's taking you in. That's that's really yummy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Which leads us to number nine is once you are in to pause and feel her energy. This is, yeah, there's, if you're really uh, in tune with your partner and you're, you're in tune with your own body as well, you really feel sex like, 
like it's electricity that's flowing through your body. You really do. And so, you know, if you've done steps one through eight and you've done them well, by the time you enter her, it should be this massive rush of electrical energy. Just pause and feel that. Both of you can feel that. She'll feel your hard throbbing cock inside her. You'll feel her wet, soft, throbbing pussy around you. And it's just, it's amazing. It really is. (laughs) Are we almost done with this episode? We are. We have two more (laughs) tips and then we got to go get busy, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Number 10, unless she asks for it, don't go for hard thrusting right away. Please, please just don't. Start slowly. You know, here's the thing. A lot of guys are afraid that, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose my heart on. Better use it and do her right away. And while we do love to be pounded, we do love to be taken at certain time. It is usually not how we like it to get started with. We tend to enjoy a little bit more of a working out to that speed, to that depth. Well, wait a minute. I've seen in porn movies (laughs) that as soon as the guy penetrates her, she wants to be pounded like a jackhammer. Yeah. Well, do you remember when we said about what women don't like in the beginning? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is a time and place to be bounded, (laughs) but it's not as soon as you penetrate her. Right, and that's why this one, you know, if we read this word for word, what we wrote, it's unless she asks for it, right? So there's always exceptions to everything that we've said here. There will be times where the two of you are so hot that she's just like, penetrate me now and pound me. Do me now. Like that happens. Of course it happens. But it's not not what happens the majority of the time. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're going into so much detail here about... What you need to do really most of the time. You just met somebody, you just came back from the bar, it's hot and heavy, you rip each other's clothes off, you go straight for penetration and you fuck, and great, okay. That's not the experience that most people have the majority of the time. The rest of the time when they don't have that situation follow this. (laughs) Well, and the thing too is that if you go slow, you can really help to build up the lubrication. Both of the genitalia are kind of like communicating and like, hello, hello, let's slide in together. And then it's like, as things get more hotter and hotter, things get more lubricated and that's how it works out too. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that brings us to number 11, which is pay attention to where she is at and how wet she is. So, okay, you, you penetrated her slowly, you paused, you started slowly, you didn't go straight into the heart. Now you're going to pay attention. Where is she at? What is she enjoying in that moment? Does she want it a little faster, or a little harder? Does she want to keep it slower for a little while? What positions is she into? Like maybe the position you started in, she's kind of like, eh, this isn't really working for me and you need to change positions. You should do all of those things because, remember, she's a woman, right? (laughs) So what this means is you could have done everything right up until number 11. And then at number 11, you're not paying attention and you're not giving her what she wants. And basically, you just erased all the progress of 1 through 10. (laughs) All of it. Gone. Terrible. Out the window. But true, is it not? There's a lot of truth to that. (laughs) (laughs) I have to admit. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we could not not to put this on the list because 
you know, you think once you're in there and, you know, things are happening, okay, we've accomplished getting her turned on and getting her wet. Yeah, but you can do the reverse simply by not paying attention and not giving her what she wants throughout the rest of the lovemaking. You know, the other thing that comes with paying attention to where she is at is also that you're present with her, which is kind of where we were on step two, I believe, the, the being present. Um, and if you are present with her, you can notice, like, what does she want right now? Does she want, like, deep kissing, uh, intimacy, like, into looking into each other's eyes or talking dirty or, like, whatever it is that that is present for her in the moment? And how can you create that deeper intimacy and connection? Because ultimately, yeah, the, you can get all hot and, and bother about each other, um, but it's not always sustainable in the long term. That's not the only type of sex she wants. She wants that sex that is all about you, about her, about the us, that team. And if you can pay attention, that's how you can build that, uh, create that intimacy. And if you get to her heart, the heart is the, is is that that direct connection and pathway to her pussy. So if she opens her heart to you, then her pussy will be open to you. If her heart is closed down, no matter what you do to her pussy, it's not going to open to its full capacity because her heart is not opened. I sincerely hope you paid attention to every word that she just said there. <laughs> rewind, rewind. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So those those are our 11 steps on how to put everything into action, right? How to really turn her on and make her wet. If, if you missed any part of that, please go back and listen to it again. If you take these 11 steps and you apply them, you are guaranteed to get a good result. Guaranteed. And if you get really good at applying them, you're guaranteed to get spectacular results. We want an email. If you do get spectacular results. That's right. Tell us your experience. <laughs> all right. That is all the time we have for this episode. We hope that you got some great value and we will see you next week. We hope you like this episode of the Love Lab podcast. If you enjoy this show, subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. And for more free, exclusive content, join us in the Passion Vault at CelineRemy.com forward slash vault. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y dot com forward slash vault. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing. <laughs>